Hello all. Welcome to the recording for the month of December. This month I sent out a little email to all of my subscribers who get these Plan Ally recordings and asked for some of your questions that were maybe coming up for you around this time around plants, essences, ailments, you name it. So I did get some responses and if this is something that you are interested in, having a question and answer recording every once in a while, then please res respond with your feedback. I would absolutely love to make sure that everyone is getting what they need out of this offering and I really do enjoy answering questions for people. So without further ado, I'm going to jump into two of the questions that I received and we'll take it from there. So the first question that I received was about warming plants. Um, I guess depending on where you are, it is probably getting pretty cold as we enter deeper into the darker months and as we approach the winter solstice on the 21st of December. So it is really important, even if you are not living in a super cold place, to just focus on getting some warming foods and teas and plants and, you know, clothing, everything that you can imagine, um, all of the different aspects of your life, just focusing on getting a little bit more of that warming action into your system and into your ritual. Um, because on an energetic level, this is a more contracted, a colder, darker time of the year. And so it's really important to make sure that your inner fire and your inner warmth is nice and steady and taken care of. So I chose three plants to focus on for the warming question, just because I thought that these three were very easy plants to find, um, even at your local grocery store. So these aren't things that you have to go too far out of your way in order to receive their medicine, in order to find their medicine. Because some of the plants, you know, you kind of have to have an herb shop by you or have to order something online. And so I really wanted to make sure that, um, definitely for the warming plants that I was offering something that was accessible to everybody. So the first one that I want to talk about is turmeric. Um, turmeric I find to be definitely more on the warming side of the scale versus hot. So you know there's going to be a wide range and if you're someone who gets hot very easily then you might want to stick to something that's more warming just so you're not overdoing it. And if you're someone who gets pretty cold very frequently or often, then you might want to, you know, kind of start out with warming plants and then work your way up to something that's hotter. So turmeric um, is a beautiful, delicious food as well as a medicine. The botanical name is curcuma longa, and it does grow all over the place in 
North America um, at this point, although it's not native to this region. Um, I have some growing in my garden, so I know there's a big turmeric and ginger farm down near Savannah, um, and I'm sure there are plenty of places on the West Coast, but at this point, this is a really easy plant to find oftentimes locally because people can grow it in their greenhouses. And definitely you can find a really good quality organic turmeric at your grocery store. So turmeric, just a little background on it. Beautiful orange, yellow rhizome. And it makes this lovely... Um, massive set of green leaves and this beautiful, beautiful flower. Very tropical looking. Um, this is something that you can take in quite large doses if you want. You can cook with it. You can make it into a tincture, an oxymel. Um, you can find it powdered. You can have it fresh. You can dry it. There are so many different ways of working with turmeric and they're all fantastic. Um, Turmeric is, as I said, warming. It helps with circulation. It's sweet, so anytime we have something sweet, it helps us to build up our systems and helps us to build nourishment. And you can always think about sweet as a builder. Um, and of course, turmeric is probably most widely known for its anti-inflammatory properties. So it has a very generic anti-inflammatory quality to it, which means that it kind of goes with its anti-inflammatory properties all over the body. It's not necessarily specific to one area over another. Um, it also has high antioxidant content and it has a, a lot of love for the liver. So it will definitely help the liver do its job. Um, and of course, turmeric is just absolutely delicious. It kind of tastes like ginger, but it's softer, it's sweeter, it's not as spicy. Um, it's a little bit creamy, I would say. So this is definitely a true example of food as medicine, and it definitely makes a fantastic and versatile addition to a daily herbal routine. Um, so I highly recommend getting that one in, um, especially if you experience kind of, as I mentioned, generalized inflammation in the body. So this is a great one to play around with and, as I said, easy to find. So the next one, kind of sticking with warming before we get to too hot, um, cinnamon. So cinnamon, warming, also very sweet, very circulating, aromatic, and demulcent. So demulcent, this is great. There aren't a lot of warming demulcents, so this is a really good exception to that rule. Um, most demulcents, I find, tend to be cooling. So this is a great one to have around if you're feeling dry because of all of the um, central heat that you might be using or being by fires or just maybe you're feeling a little under the weather, getting back to a normal kind of routine after being sick. Cinnamon is so nice for coating our mucous membranes, soothing any irritation that we feel in our mucous membranes and really kind of just restoring. And of course, it's absolutely divine in its flavor. 
Um, it helps to, what is the right way of saying this? So it really helps as a digestive aid on a few different levels. One, it helps, of course, with its aromatic quality to break down heavy, dense foods. Um, and it also helps us to regulate our blood sugar. So this is a really nice one during this time of the year when we might be feeling more hungry than normal just because it's colder and we need to keep our systems going. So cinnamon added into a tea blend or a decoction blend um, will be a really lovely one. Of course, you can bake with it, you can cook with cinnamon. I like putting a dash of cinnamon into like chili. It's, I know it sounds kind of funny, but if you just do a, a perfect little dash of it, it really adds to the flavor. Um, and you can also make like a tincture, an oxymel with it. I will say that it gets very goopy. And if you've ever poured cinnamon into coffee, then you will probably know what I'm talking about. It likes to sink to the bottom and then makes this mucusy, for lack of a better word, goopy um, substance. And that's the mucilage, that's the demulcent quality. So that's actually, you want to get that in. Um, so other than that, it's just in general a very lovely, uplifting type of plant. It's gently stimulating to the circulatory system. It helps to keep us warm and flexible from the inside out. It sweetens us from the inside out. Um, it helps to kind of, in my experience with it, I feel like it lubricates the joints and the muscles. It soothes restlessness and irritability, especially if it is coming from hunger. Um, and I find that in general, cinnamon just comes in and coats the spirit with its deep red cloak when we need it most. So it's a super comforting plant. Um, it's just in so many different kinds of comfort foods, I think. So that's always a nice thing to have around as well. That in and of itself is warming. So the third plant that I wanted to focus on for this warming question is ginger. Um, ginger is in the same family as turmeric and it's a bit more pungent, it's a bit more spicy, and especially if you get dried ginger, so either powder or um, you can definitely find dry ginger root or you can dry your own ginger root, that's going to have a bit more punch than fresh. So obviously ginger is delicious, it's a bit sweet. Um, it's a wonderful, pungent culinary rhizome, um, definitely has its own medicine to it as well. I say that ginger is warming to hot, and again, the hot is going to be more on the dry side, um, and the warming is going to be more on the fresh side, and also depending on how you utilize it. So you can, of course, make a tea, tincture, decoction, oxymel. You can cook with ginger. You can bake with ginger. It's so versatile, just like the other two we talked about. You can juice ginger. You can juice turmeric, and you can have the two together um, if you have a juicer. So those are really great ways to just get some of that more immediate kind of warmth and medicine into your body. And you can actually set aside the, um, the 
fresh juice if you do have a juicer and add it into tea or hot water and squeeze some lemon in there. So there's a lot of ways of just kind of working with these wonderful warming rhizomes that we can find at even our local grocery store. So amongst ginger's many virtues, um, it's an amazing digestive system aid. It's anti-inflammatory. It has a wonderful history of immune support. It's a decongestant and it also helps to stimulate circulation. And when our circulatory system is stimulated, then we get warmer. You know, when you run around outside, you're stimulating your circulatory system and you're getting hot. So that's always a good thing to have just a bit of a circulatory stimulant. And it's also important to think about for that reason, if you tend to be, you know, already with a faster heart rate, then you might want to aim for something warmer like the turmeric versus something like the ginger. Um, Ginger is also an amazing harmonizer, and it helps to carry other herbs in a formula throughout the whole system. So this is a great plant to add into another formula, um, a tea blend, a decoction blend. And it just has this really incredible ability to transport, for lack of a better way of saying it, the other herbs to wherever they need to go. So you can kind of think about ginger as like a magic carpet of sorts in a formula. Um, ginger promotes warmth from the inside out, just like the other two. It gently stimulates the circulation. Sometimes it more than gently stimulates it. Um, it inspires movement. It reduces stagnation on both an energetic and physical level. And also because it is such a wonderful anti-inflammatory and has an affinity for the uterus, it is a great plant ally to consistently call in for relieving certain types of menstrual cramps. So this is the type of menstrual cramp that feels very dull, very heavy. Maybe there's just um, this feeling of kind of an extra weight. Um, in the uterus when you are bleeding. So ginger is a great one to call in for that just to help get some stuff moving and help break up some of that stagnation. Um, so those are kind, kind of a very basic synopsis of all three of those plants and I highly recommend working with them they are really special. They are really easy to find. They're really easy to incorporate into many different parts of your herbal routine and just day-to-day -day routine. Um, they're plants that you can kind of just slip into stuff without having to think too much about it because they're all culinary herbs as well. So I hope you have fun with those. Um, and the other question I received was about my favorite medicinal mushrooms. So um, I do have a few. Oh my gosh. I mean, honestly, it's interesting because I, I just started getting into medicinal mushrooms in a way. Um, I didn't love them for myself um, until relatively recently, within the past few years. Um so I had always really loved 
chaga and I'm not going to talk about that one just because I try not to talk about chaga too much. Um, it is definitely being over harvested right now and once it's over harvested then it's very difficult to find and replenish more of it because it's not one that we can grow. So this is very much a wild plant, a wild fungi rather. Um, so I, I might focus on chaga at some point during our time together. I did write a monograph about chaga last winter, I believe, and so you can definitely access that via the website if you want to read more about it. But today I just chose to focus on two medicinal mushrooms that I have been calling upon a lot in the recent months. And one of them is one that I like to cook with as well. Um, it is absolutely divine in any kind of stir fry or soup or honestly you can put it in anything. Um, eggs, frittatas, in burgers, in meatloaves, anything. Um, it's very tasty and very versatile and of course it also makes a great medicine. Um, this is lion's mane and lion's mane is easy to find both in the wild but also if you have a local mushroom farm around you this is a very easy one for mushroomers to grow. So the lion's mane that I normally work with is from a mushroom farm in North Carolina that's very close to me and they just grow beautiful mushrooms including their lion's mane. So lion's mane is like many of the medicinal mushrooms just full of medicinal virtue. Um, this particular mushroom as I said is delicious as a food but its medicine is just incredible. It's probably most well known for its um, neuroprotective and nervous system nourishing brain tonic qualities. So all of that means that lion's mane has a specific affinity for the nervous system and for the brain. Um, and it really does help to, from my experience, help with memory, um, help with focus, help with overly stretched nervous systems, which most of us honestly have in this culture and society, um, this time period in the world. So it really helps to replenish, to nourish, and to rebuild all of the little wiring within us. Um, it is considered to be neuroregenerative and neuroprotective, so it's great for any kind of head injury as well. Um, so think about people who maybe have had a concussion, adding some lion's mane into their repertoire. Um, lion's mane is also adaptogenic. It is an, a magnificent immune modulator and stimulator. So not only does it help to stimulate the immune system when we need it to be stimulated, but it also helps to just bring a sense of balance and strength and restoration and nourishment really to the immune system so that it's not kind of overacting or over responding when it doesn't need to. So this is great for people that might have chronic stuff going on and will get flare-ups. Um, lion's mane can kind of bring a little bit of 
balance and support to that. Um, I always tell people to call upon lion's mane when you feel tired, foggy, or in a general state of depletion. Its soft, expansive embrace is truly a welcome place to rest your troubles and find the restoration you need. So, such a beautiful plant. Well, fungi. Um, the next mushroom that I, and last mushroom that I want to talk about is reishi. So, I'm actually boiling a decoction with reishi in it right now, but this is one of my favorite, favorite mushrooms to work with in the winter. Lion's mane I work a lot with in the summer for some reason, and the fall, and reishi I always have around in the fall to winter. So, reishi is also just one of those super, super fungi that can do so many different things for us and for our natural, innate, unique ecology that we all have. Um, reishi is relaxing, soothing, and harmonizing for the entire being. It's one of the foremost medicinal mushrooms out there, and it is one of the remedies that is a true building and nourishing tonic, helping to fortify our whole system from mind to body to spirit. It is known as the mushroom of immortality, for it imbues all who use it with a shining, vibrant energy. There is a lot one could use reishi for, but I love it because of its antioxidant, anti-inflammatory, general tonic effect. Um, it seems, in a way, to know exactly where to go in the body, which is also amazing. It notices where there is a bit of weakness or a bit of worn-down a place that needs repair and it goes right there and it helps to requilt that area of the body. Um, and you can think of this on all levels. Um, it's also wonderful for allergy relief, which again, this is a great time to think about allergies, even though there's not a lot blooming for some people. Um, again, we're kind of like inside more and we have central air on with the heat sometimes and so there's just more dust and if you have pets all of that stuff so this is a great one to think about for long-term modulation of allergy um, responses as well as bringing in a little bit of relief because of its anti-inflammatory qualities so this is a really nice one to have at any time of the year for allergy relief, but definitely this time because mushrooms, including lion's mane, um, but pretty much any mushroom you work with wants to be cooked down for a long time. So if you're cooking it on the stovetop, you know, you want to add, it's one of the first things you want to add into a stir fry and make sure you're really cooking it. They're great in soups um, for that reason and stocks. And then they're also great as decoctions. And decoctions are tea blends that are usually made with either roots, barks, berries, mushrooms, seeds, things that are harder, um, have harder cell walls, and you simmer them for anywhere between 20 minutes to a few hours to break down those cell walls. And so Reishi is one of those plants that really wants a long cook time, and that's why it's so nice to have it in the winter because you can just, if you have a wood stove, you can put a pot of water on top of the wood stove and let it simmer for as long as you want, 
and you're just generally cooking things longer, you're making more um, stews and soups and things like that during this time of the year anyway. So um, those are my two mushroom recommendations. They're both going to be great for supporting deep immunity. They're both going to be great for supporting the system in general and for really deeply nourishing us, which is great at this time of the year when we are supposed to be kind of just replenishing our reserves instead of tapping into them. So I hope this was helpful. I am looking forward to doing a Q&A again. I am thinking maybe I'll do one a season or if this is something that you all enjoy, I would be happy to do that more often. So again, your feedback is so appreciated and I would love to hear from you about what you think about the Q&A or any ideas that you have um, going forward. So yeah, I think I will leave off here. I hope that you all have a beautiful solstice and that maybe you get to make some of these wonderful um, medicines that we talked about today. So stay warm, stay healthy, and enjoy this beautiful, restful time of the year. Until next time, signing off. Thank you.